It's your boy Kyle, a.k.a. The Perfect Gentleman. And this is your boy Jay with the suede soul and the velvet vibes. Lorenz Tall, Mr. Love Jones Live, All Will, Everything, Answer E, All of the Above, a.k.a. Snapple Facts. And we're back. Yeah. With another episode of Bourbon and Boy Shorts. Two single fathers, two single guys talking about love, life, and drinking libations. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who we inspired by tonight? Today we are inspired by the one in the... Actually, we got two things, but we're inspired by our... Uh, technically, they kind of sponsors mm-hmm. to our sponsors for the uh, bourbon and vibe. So we're drinking the Bullshine Seven Roots. You know that's the aphrodisiac whiskey straight from Peru. Yes. Um, listen to episode. Listen to episode eighty six. You'll hear the story how uh, Wayne met his Peruvian wife. She's gorgeous. So I, I believed it once I seen her. I believe the story because there's no way yeah. Wayne could have got her. And we also have straight from Dove Valley, uh, North Maryland, the semi sweet peach wine is what they call it. Uh, so. Perky Peaches is the name of the wine. So it's actually good. It's a wine made only from peaches. So typically you get grapes and yeah. infused with some peach flavor. That was good. They had some other ones that blueberry. Yeah, you picked up one. <coughs> Did you get the blueberry? No, you didn't get the blueberry. It's called you got Mr. Semi-Sweet. Mr. Bentley's Choice. Ah, Fonsworth. Yeah, it was It was good. Yeah. Miles, the Semi-Sweet wasn't bad. All of them, they really didn't have any bad wines, but mm-hmm. the Mr. Bentley's really caught my taste buds. The peach was mm-hmm. good. They had Maryland. Marilyn Merlot, Merlin Merlot, Marilyn Merlot. That was a good one. It was, that was a really good yeah. one. The blueberry, I do remember the blueberry stood out a lot, and, and it was another one. Out. But yeah, shout out to Dove Valley. We're actually going to try to link up with them as well because they said they were doing a festival. Yeah, they got a August festival third. Third. That's what's August third. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You can pull up there. It's a family festival, so mm-hmm. the churn can come. They said they had like a hundred acres, like their uh, vineyard. Yeah, yeah. Their vineyard is like a hundred acres. So, so yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, pull up there. Then the following week, uh, Black Alumni Ball. <laughs> I'm taking off work. <laughs> taking off work. Day. Taking off that Friday, and it's Saturday. Taking off that week. <laughs> that recovery about to be real. Yeah. But um, you got any dad stories, or you got any stories before we get? I do got it. I, I do have one dad story. Yeah, Happened today, right. yo. So I picked my son up from <laughs> camp, and he like he all he he, get, he all excited. Like, hey, dad, I got in a fight today. And normally at camp, but something to happen, like if you say something mean, they get they got a little note they give you as a parent, like such and such said something mean today. Just you need to, you know. So, so I ain't get any notes. I'm like, did somebody say he was like, yeah, they, the counselors broke it up. So I asked a question. Of course, all parents ask. At least he and his mother, and probably a lot of fathers ask. I'm like, well, did you win? Like that 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 determines <laughs> how I approach it now. But he was like, it was a misunderstanding in a third. Little kid jumped into it and pushed him, so he pushed him back, and oh, okay. that's how it started. I was like, "Well, 
Handle your business, son. What was like the end of the fight? It, nah, the third boy was the one that started it. Like he and that first boy resolved that issue because mm-hmm. it was they. The one boy thought Jay said something that he didn't say. He was like, "Nah, I didn't say it." He was like, "Oh, alright." But the other boy came over and was like, "Nah, you lying," and pushed him. So Jay was like, "Oh, nah, we ain't having that." And they got it on the pop, man. So that's what's up, man. He all right? Yeah, he's straight. He, I'm yeah. like, you good? He, he was like, I don't got no scratches on me. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> so he calls his mom and of course you got in a fight when oh my goodness and then she asked so did you win he was like yeah mom like all right cool so. it's so funny because his demeanor is not that of yeah, well mess with big country yeah 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 that country strip but um so that's what's up man yeah, congratulations my, yeah that's the real <laughs> proud dad moment proud dad, yeah, proud yeah. dad moment right, facts so uh we do have a special guest in here tonight um Y'all can, I'm pretty sure some of you heard her snicker a little bit in the background. It's not nothing bad. Um, but she is in the building. Uh, she is, I don't want to put it. Uh-oh. That's exactly how you should put it. <laughs> <laughs> she is what we call, what, fine wine? She finer than wine, but yeah, she yeah, fine, she, she fine, fine wine. wine. Yeah. Thank you. Fine wine. So uh, um, I met her probably about like two months ago, maybe. I know the sun was coming out. So I know around when opening day was happening. So let's say April. Yeah. Like yeah. April, April, May is just when I met her. Um, and and we've we've had some some great conversations. She still she she paid us in liquor for her uh sessions with us about, about <laughs> a lot of bourbon and breakthroughs. <laughs> a lot of bourbon and breakthroughs, right. <laughs> off the off the uh what do you call it? off the air uh breakthroughs. But um nonetheless she's here to like really, really talk and you know, hopefully we'll resolve some more of her breakthroughs and you know, get this mm-hmm. thing going. So I'll let her introduce herself and then we can get started. Yes, ma'am. It's, it's on you. So, I kn- no, I, I know. know, I'm just. <laughs> you hear that sultry voice? Mm-hmm. You gotta hear that. You gotta hear that. You gotta hear that. Was it 4K? 4K, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My name is Wanda Honeyblue. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> was 4K. <laughs> so thank you thank you for coming out tonight yes. so welcome to the show we welcome, appreciate welcome. you well, thanks for having me you said honey blue moon honey blue honey blue honey blue so you know we're not we'll just call you honey blue i like honey, honey blue. blue i like, I like honey that blue. most people call me that uh, okay honey blue, or wah wah uh, i'm gonna go with honey blue i like honey blue. <laughs> yeah, honey blue how'd you get how'd you get the name honey blue uh it was the Okay, let me let me read. Let me uh, let me say uh, this in a nice way. It was a it, it's a married name. Okay. That I'm no longer married. Oh, okay. But okay. kept the name. Uh, you oh, earned okay. it. Exactly. You earned it. I did. That's what my mother okay. said. I asked my mom why she never went back to a maiden name. She was like, I earned it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's actually better on me than it was on him anyway. So. True. Yeah. Oh, okay. So well, welcome <laughs> to the show. So let, let me tell you how I met Miss well, Honey Honey Blue. Because we're not Fox News. That's our motto. We're not Fox News. So I want to be honest and transparent, right? So, you know, I try to support as many black events as I can, especially those that uh, have businesses and they're, they're selling their merchandise. So I went to the, uh, what was it called? Shop, not Shopify. Shopportunity. Shopportunity. Um, so it was right right across from uh, Montego. It was a spot called The Garage. Okay. Matter of fact, Kibi was DJing that day. So I think that was one of the first times I got to talk to an outsider, I think, Noir. And so I'm walking around, and so that's what from at, at Shop Opportunities where I got that that my lapel pin for the mm-hmm. suit and sneaker, the the Aztec calendar. Um, 
picked up a couple. I think a, a bracelet or two of there. What else did I get there? I feel like I got something else. And uh, I got this necklace from there, some other things. And so I, I come around, so I'm going like down the roads, and I come around, and I see, I'm like, oh, she's a little older, but she kind of uh, cute. Did you like, know off the bat she was older? Like right off first Jump Street, you, you was like, yo, she older. Like, I knew she was older than me. Oh, okay. I didn't, I'm not, not, and because you got to think, I, I'm the youngest of six. Yeah. So all of my siblings are older than me. So I know black yeah. don't crack, but I know young yeah. swag as well. Yeah. So. So she, okay, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, true. yeah, yeah. So she had the young vibe, but she had the, and she was in a power suit. So she had like the blue suit on, I think. Mm. Black. Black. Oh, it was, it was dark color. Exactly. It was the power suit. So I was like, oh, all right. I'm going to And she had, and I seen these, she had this uh, board out. So she, I think she had the full quadrants, the business quadrants on the board, but it was financial information. So mm. I was like, oh, all right. I definitely can. I can hold my own, I think. Mm. <laughs> so I see it. Then I, I look over, I look at the table. I was like, oh, and there was a, a little, a younger lady there. Mm. I was like, huh. Like, I don't know. I was like, all right. So how do how do which one do you go to, right? So I was like, all right. Then I'm, I'm looking at him. So I'm, I'm I'm at somebody else's table, getting product. But I'm looking. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, hold on. They they favor. Maybe that's a daughter. I was like, maybe that's a niece or her cousin. Yeah. So I was like, all right. Sister. I'm, sister. Exactly. I was like, let me just go over there and see what happened. And then so I, I feel like I'm walking over, and the 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 younger one, she just is laughing and blushing. So I was like, all right. She's probably she's probably old enough to be here. She's probably legal, but she yeah. she might be a little too bashful for me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, let me let me <clears throat> let me try let me try the more the, the the more professional one. Yeah. And then we just had a great conversation. I was like, nah, this is not that type of move. This is this is probably a a great business partner, a great potential friend, or, or something else. This yeah. is not that. Yeah. So so this is this is this is that's what. Drew me to Miss Honeyblue, mm. and then I saw that Polly ring. Yeah, then she seen the Polly ring, so I was like, "All right." So, uh, so yeah, yeah, that was the connection for me. <laughs> that was, yeah, that exactly. was the immediate connection for me. So that's how I met Miss Honeyblue. Okay, and then from there, you know, we we talked business and uh, for a second, he didn't hang around that long. Mm. I think yeah, I scared, my, I think I scared him a little bit. Mm. Yeah, it was it was a lot. He talked talk just enough business. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You gotta okay. give him a, a little courage. Yeah, <laughs> you talk just enough. I know how my man work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she had my contact. So once, yeah, yeah once you want, what, what, uh, I learned this. Who it is? Damon John. Once you seal the deal, you know, don't oversell it. Exactly. So I was keep like, if she, yeah, she's interested. She would call me back. Man. She on the podcast now, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. So, yeah. That's just what you call great building relationships. <laughs> it was great building a relationship. Yeah. Okay. A genuine Definitely. relationship. Genuine relationship. Def- I'm being absolutely. funny, though, but it's actually a genuine relationship. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what it's all about. So then I was introduced. <laughs> he was like, hey, man, listen. Uh, we're supposed to meet up for some drinks mm-hmm. with, with a, with a I, I was I would say a. Uh, potential business associate. Yeah, potential yeah, business. Yeah. So I was going to say colleague. I don't know. Colleague, why. yeah. yeah colleague. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, well, she a little older, uh, you know. I ain't say a little. Did I say a little? Yeah, older? he said she she a little. She's he like, didn't know how old I was. He said I didn't. I didn't know. He didn't but know. he's but he said she a little older. So I was like, oh, why? I said I don't care. Like, what's what are we doing here? But it was to talk about the what I asked you before about the studio. Okay. okay. It was it's I, your podcast. Yeah. Thing. So yeah. it was right, it was, right, it was right, that. Right. So I was like, okay, cool, bet. I'm thinking in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, I, I, I think I wore. Yeah. We just came from. Uh, sixteen on the park. We was we was Y'all looking had a at meeting. Y'all had a meeting. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We, we were meeting at sixteen on the park. So we had two space. meetings that day. So we Before were looking for, for suit and sneaker. sneaker. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. we were doing like meetings for suit and sneaker, mm-hmm. and then you, you know, we were setting up meetings. Boom! I was feeling like real, 
you know, really, really powerful. powerful. That day. Yeah. I, was, I was, I was. I had on my black power suit, right. you know. So she came in, and I was like, oh, okay. And she and pulled then, up. She it was a space they reserved a space for in the front, and she pulled up in the all black foreign. Yeah. I was like, oh, all black foreign. <laughs> is that what you call it? Foreign. Yeah, it I want to put it out there so nobody. But it can is. Track. Yeah, yeah. But it is foreign. I mean, That's all good. But uh, number so then, eight. Yeah. Oh, number eight. Number excuse eight. Me. Excuse us. Still American. I'm yeah, still American. Yeah, so, well, I'm, not, yeah, I'm foreign too. I'm still on American cars. Yeah. I ain't got oh. my foreign car yet. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so she came in. You know, we were talking and. We we did business for like I would say all of fifteen minutes and then, um, it just turned into like a, a a good just good quality conversation, and it you know it we just jumped into a lot of lanes of life mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So I think that but that first time was funny because like we actually was only supposed to be there for like what maybe like an hour. It was just like all right, you know, nice yeah, to meet you, and then quick, go home. Yeah. We wound up yeah. like literally staying there for like three hours. Yeah, yeah, wow, it was yeah. it was wild. But it was it was well worth it. It was well worth it. You know, we we got to meet some people there. Zach, the Power Ranger, Zach, Black, yeah, the Power Ranger, yeah, yeah, the Black Ranger. Well, he's the owner, right? No, no that's no, that's we met him later. Cyan. Right. Shout out to one of our mics though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout yeah. out to one of our mics. We, we, there. we created a drink. The Lamont. Ah, right. Oh, that should oh, that yeah. should be your nickname for real. Lamont. Yeah. Lamont. You should go with that. Yeah. So, Lamont. Yeah. So, oh, I, I peeped too. This is Miss Honey Blue's move. What? And I'm gonna have to steal it. So we went down one one our mics, and I didn't know you could buy a bottle and keep it there. So she's like, "Yeah, I got a bottle here." I'm like, "All right, cool." Mm-hmm. It's a club. And, yeah. I'm a member of the club. Yeah, you can the bottle club. So when I might say in Baltimore, so is the the of all establishments in the world, they sell the most bottles of Grand Marnier, uh that are not liquor stores. And when, and what you can do, you go there, you can buy a bottle. So whenever you go there, you just drink out your bottle. It's a Grand Marnier uh, bar. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, for Marnier for bar, for lack of a better phrase, it's just a, uh, Grand Marnier bar, and mm-hmm. they have over three thousand members. Oh, wow. Is it three thousand three hundred? No, three thousand. Three thousand. Yeah. Because most okay. of the bottles are upstairs. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's a, that's a boss move though. You have your meeting down there. Say, hey, meet me there. I, I'm gonna be a little late. Here's my code. You know, tell them mm-hmm. you know the name and the password. And you, and you didn't remember that was the thing we were sitting <laughs> in the bar like. Because <laughs> and the guy and the guy thought she texted to me. The guy thought we was like, nah, I ain't gonna, I, ain't, I don't believe you. And <laughs> so, so she came in there and she was like, sir, <laughs> please believe us. We ain't lying. Like she really <laughs> is right outside. I yeah. hadn't been down there in a year. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, been an entire year. That's why we don't have a bottle there because it would last like four days. <laughs> to know that we had free, I had a free bottle at uh, yeah the point, and that was two that was two sittings. A uh, bottle of Jameson because they're a Jameson uh, bar. bar too. Bar, yeah, it's another one around the corner too. I think it's something vodka or something. Oh, okay, you need to get a bottle at each spot. We should, we should, and, and and people out there listening, like understand, going into these little pubs and bars and like creating you know relationships with mm-hmm. bartenders and like having a bottle there. It's it's a good way to be uh to be social. Like if you're trying to like get out of that extra introverted like lane, yeah. like that's a good way to like really like start meeting people. Like just you know join a whiskey club or join like a that's very true. Join join like a bottle club, and you guys are like find out like there's a lot of people out there that just like come sit drink and just you know be alone. The only thing that creeped me out about one of mics was the one guy that like. Oh yeah, yeah. He it was like the we were sitting at the bar and the bar was completely empty mm-hmm. and he sits literally right next to me. Like Oh yeah. I remember and that. And I looked, I was like, um 
He was like, hey, how you doing? I was like, my man, this me, this this my Bob. I'm, I'm on the left. I'm bobbing on the left. It's like mm-hmm. 10 empty chairs yeah. on the <laughs> Yo, right. Like, that's like the guy. He's probably the guy that like, when you go to the restroom, like it's like 10 empty stalls. He's, he's right next to you. Right. Yeah. Right. Stalls yeah. in between you. Then here he comes standing right next to you. Like, come on, bro. Like, We're waiting for you to get out the one. Right. Yeah, I'm like, that, I'm guy, that guy. <laughs> that guy. That person. I want to say that guy, but that person. But anywho. Well, that's a good spot to send clients to. Like if you have a client that mm-hmm. comes in mm-hmm. town. And you can't meet up with them or whatever the case is, or they just say I'm in town. Mm-hmm. I'll say okay, go down to the spot and have yeah, yourself a drink. Mic, yeah. Here's That's my pass- shout out to them Brussels sprouts. Okay. Yeah. And, and the popcorn. The Brussels sprouts and that popcorn. I think I got that popcorn recipe. Yeah, I, think I figured it out. Saving our lives. I know you. That's a good thing. Uh, uh, something we really haven't got to talk about. You mentioned your clients, and when we first met, it was Drew and because of the financial uh, uh, side of your business. Um, what are some of the things you you do financially? Because I know that's a big part of a lot of what you do, and I think you have a you have a great deal of knowledge um, in the financial realm, especially to help people um, manage their money. Yeah, well, my my biggest thing is, I mean, it's financial literacy, mm-hmm. but um, it's helping people get income protection in place. And so, are you familiar with income protection? No, Don't let me put you on the spot. What's income protection? <laughs> no, 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 we're not. No, no. It's that's actu- why we need to be live so these people can get under uh, this information. But it's, yeah, it's actually life insurance, and you know why I call it income protection because you can't protect, you can't insure a life. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't know who came up with the term life insurance, but you can't really insure a life. Mm-hmm. But you can protect the income. So say one of the breadwinners. Um, God forbid passes away, then that income is protected when you have a policy. I'm protected. I, I, I vaguely understand it. Like, what does that mean? So, like, I can't protect your life. You can't. You're. You're. If you were married, mm-hmm. let's just say if yeah. you were married and your spouse went off to work, mm-hmm. you can't insure her life if she once she leaves the house. Right. If something were to happen to her, you're relying on her salary. Because okay. of whatever that is incoming, right? Yeah, that in money house, is yeah, yeah. incoming. That's why if she's a hundred thousand. I'm a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, exactly. and then so if something we have a lifestyle hap- based on two hundred thousand. Exactly. Yeah. So to maintain that lifestyle, you know, so the family continues to have the same standard of living. Mm-hmm. That life insurance policy, or what we call income protection, helps ensure that there's still money coming in. God forbid something were to happen to her, or if something were to happen to you. Because what happens is if when people don't have life insurance, they go run and get a GoFundMe and it'll take care of a funeral service. But what happens to the kids going to college? What happens to the mortgage? Mm -hmm. What happens to the car payments or the debt? So life insurance is, you know, if you die too early Mm -hmm. and then I do investments, too. So investments are if you live too long. Okay, even before we get to the investments, more mm-hmm. more with the income protection or, or life insurance, but let's, I like income protection. Um, what What is the benefit of that? Why, why does a single man need that? Let's start there. Why do I need it? Well, if you're single, mm-hmm. okay, but you have a son. Right. Right, because both of y'all have kids, right? Single dads. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, <clears throat> you want to leave a legacy for your child. So, I mean, do you want your son's stepfather or to take care of him or you want to leave a legacy and make Mm -hmm. sure you leave something to make sure your child is taken care of for the rest of his life 
I mean, because he's still young, so yeah, he's still yeah. potentially so he's still going to college. college. Yeah, still right. need to buy a house. And His mother is relying on yeah, some kind of support care, from you, right? right, right exactly. So if something were to happen to you that keeps income coming into her mm-hmm. to support him, she might can afford it based on her lifestyle. Right. But, you know, it also comes down to do you want to leave a legacy? Mm-hmm. Um, some people get life insurance policies to leave that legacy or to make sure they leave wealth in the family. Right. A lot of times our people don't look at it that way. They don't leave wealth. Do you and know the story time. about Master P? Uh-uh. Master P got where he was because his uncle left him, I think it was 100000 in life insurance policy. Really? He took that 100000 and he built what he where he is today. That's how he got started with that life insurance. So it was when his uncle passed away. Right. He got that money in. He uh-huh. got that money. So it, it, are there any other financial benefits? Okay, if I get I get this life insurance uh, income protection policy, is this something that I pay into monthly? Is this something like at work? There's a life insurance, but it's it's minuscule. And um, well, even if it's yeah. not minuscule, it is like as far as paying into it. Like you can you have different levels, but you can go as little as like what ten cents a paycheck. To yeah, get something you know, and you can go in more. I think it maxes at some at some number, but and it depends on the job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when you have a life insurance policy at the job, you are a participant. In addition, you um, you're a participant, um, but you're in a group rate. Okay. So say you were to walk away from that job and start a podcast that's you know mm-hmm. paying you more than job, or you start a business, or whatever happens. You know, you walk away from that job, more than likely you can't take that policy with you because it's unaffordable outside of group rate. Uh, gotcha. Not to mention, uh, have you ever seen your life insurance policy at work? No. Yeah, exactly. Because it's not a contract. When you have a private policy, mm-hmm. it's a contract. When okay. you have a, a, a policy at work, you're just a participant. Most of the time, you don't see it. You've never seen the small print. You have mm-hmm. no idea what's going to disqualify you from that policy where your hmm. family would not get paid Pay out. Yeah. So That's it's best point. to always have something outside of the job. Okay. Hmm. Did you know any of this, Kyle? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because I, I hear, you hear a lot of people, like I, the Master P, I didn't know about him, but you hear people sometimes talking about cashing in a life insurance or... No, no, borrowing money against their life insurance policy. No, I did hear that. Now, yeah. now, now, because we did have, did have people who explained to us how we can use the life insurance money. Um, I guess like as an emergency fund in in some ways. Mm-hmm. Is it's it was a way it was explained. So they're talking about cash value policies. Okay. So you have a term policy, and then you have cash value. Cash value policies have a death benefit, but on the other side, they have what they consider an investment. The problem with cash value policies are, one, you don't get both. They're tied in together. While you are assumably building cash Mm -hmm. on the investment portion, one, most policies won't give you anything in that investment for the first three to five years. As far as like matching. They won't give you anything. You can't cash out. It'll be zero. Okay. Zero. For like the first three to five years, you're not building any cash on that cash value side. Oh, that's crazy. When you start building it, not only are they taking a percentage and keeping it, 
So say they they take your part of your. So they're taking the money for the first three to five years off top. So so anyway. say your say your policy is a hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Say they're taking seventy five dollars to invest it. Okay. And say they get a ten to twelve percent rate of return. Yeah, average on the market. They're giving you about two to three percent. They're keeping the rest. Oh wow! So that's how they make that money. Right, and it's just like the banks. If you think about the bank, mm-hmm. what's your uh, what's your um, checking or savings giving you? Point zero two or point zero three. You mm-hmm. might get one percent or two percent if you have over like ten or twenty thousand in there. Well, the banks are doing the same thing that these cash value policies are doing. They take the money and they invest it and only give you a small percent. Mm-hmm. Well, you can invest your money yourself. You don't need them to invest it for right. you. So why give them part of the rate of return? And they're taking the majority of the return. Mm-hmm. You get that? So that's yeah, why I, I don't believe in cash value policies because your car insurance doesn't have an investment attached to it, does it? Does your health insurance have an investment attached to it? So why would you get a life insurance policy that has an investment attached to it? And you're giving away half of the more than half of Mm -hmm. the money to to the company. So what what should we do? What what what? You should buy a policy Mm -hmm. that does not have an investment attached to it, and you should invest on your own and get your full rate of return. Okay. So in investing on your own, Mm because they're just investing in a global economy, right? They're taking your money and investing in the global economy. You can do that on your own. You don't need an insurance company or a bank to do it for you. Hmm. Why do you think you're only getting 0.02% at the bank? Because they're keeping 9 point whatever. Mm-hmm. Percent yeah, for themselves right. to, to reinvest. And compound interest works the same way in investing as it does in a credit card. Right. Right. You charge someone a credit card, they get in their interest rate if you don't mm-hmm. pay it off, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same thing as if you're investing compound interest. Right. It's the same thing. It keeps growing and growing. Right. So then to your second part, so there's the the life insurance side, but then the, the investing side. What are some of those things we should know about or or it seems like us in the community, we don't know? Well, I don't believe in them, but once you... You don't believe in all, investing? Or? I don't believe in a, a life insurance policy that has an investment attached okay, to it. Right, like, right. I don't believe in cash value policies. So if you have accumulated something in that on the cash value side mm-hmm. of that, policy you um if you take it out then you are more than likely going to borrow it and you have to pay it back well why would you borrow your own money is your money going in there why are you borrowing your own money and then when you pay it back you have to pay it back with interest that you don't give back that you don't give back to yourself but the other thing is with cash value policies say you were to accumulate ten thousand dollars and you have a hundred thousand dollar life insurance policy if you take the ten thousand out and something happens to you, mm-hmm. now your policy just went down, your death benefit just went down 10000 Okay. Because you don't get both. Right. I got you. But if you keep them separate, you get you both. both. Hmm. That's a lot. It's not, it's a lot, but it's a lot to think about yeah, in the far as. But thank you for the insight because I guess from the, the standpoints and point of views and insight from different people that we've talked to and know, um, as far as like insurances and taxes and all of that is concerned, mm-hmm. we this aspect we did we've never never like even heard that you know what I'm saying and it's very important that we know all of these things especially in our community so that way we're not like you know if mo- in most in most cases it's like well Big Mama passed away and we all sitting back waiting for that one big check but like you said it's like those what do you call it the the cash 
Cash value. The cash value policies. Mm-hmm. And it's like we thinking that, you know, it's it's one thing and she paid this money for this when really it never was that. So it's. Well, and a lot of times what happens <clears throat> is when people die years later, they find out if that if that person withdrew a lot of money, mm-hmm. then there's nothing left on the death benefit right. side. And that's happened to people where they would go to cash in the the life, life insurance and there was nothing there. Cause Big Mom was like, I'm not going to be here anyway, so. <laughs> No matter what happens. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, like, but for real, like, and yeah. in, in some in some families, like, you know, and you know, everybody goes through hard times and, but things of that nature. But like, that's yeah, that's a good insight. I didn't, even, I never, never, never knew that. So I'm, good. But people like it's so easy for people to pay eleven dollars a month on their cell phone insurance, right? Mm-hmm. But not have a life insurance policy. How much is a life insurance policy outside? Of it work? depends. It's okay. like it's. It depends on age and health. So mm-hmm. when you're, it's like the opposite of car insurance. So when you're 16, you're a higher risk. Yeah. So your car insurance is a little higher. But your lower risk health. But as you get older, the risk goes down. Mm-hmm. So it's cheaper. So with life insurance, when you're younger, you're healthier. It's based on your health and your age. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper in the beginning. But, you know, as, as you time goes on, as you get older, you become more of a health risk. Mm-hmm. So it goes up some. That makes sense. No insurance company can afford to keep um, you at one payment for your entire you know, life. Like right. you're not gonna pay, if you're 25 years old and you're only paying $20, you're not gonna, no insurance company will survive charging you $20 well, yeah. at, at 50 when if you, you still need it. Yeah. If you're growing investments, then you may not need it when you get down the road. It's called the theory of decreasing responsibility. So when you're younger, like you guys, you have children, mortgage, debt, then you need to make sure all that's protected. If something were to happen to you, you mm-hmm. want to leave your family with the same standard of living, right? right? But as you get older, you pay off your debt, you pay off the mortgage, mm-hmm. you know. Kids get on their own. Kids are on their own. Yeah. They're no longer an expense. Yeah. Then you need cash. Cash becomes king then Mm -hmm. because then you need more cash as you're older. You need medications, whatever the case is. You need more cash. Makes sense. So like I said before, you die too young, you need life insurance. You live too long, you need cash. Cash. That's where the investment comes in. Well, here's here's a good question. What advice do you give your daughters financially? (laughs) So honestly... The first thing is tithing. I be, I'm a tither, so mm-hmm. I believe in tithing. 10%. Right. And then tithing for yourself, paying yourself. Mm-hmm. Because every seed sown is one that's going to harvest at some point. Right. I don't care what it is, good or bad. Right. So I tell them, you know, and my son, mm-hmm. I have a son too. Right. So I tell them, I you know. Him. He came to the party as well. Is that? No. Oh, that, okay. He lives in Virginia. Okay. So he wasn't there. He was in town, but he didn't well, come. come. Okay, okay. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, you know, I tell them tithe and save, mm-hmm. um, invest. Um, they they are they are over twenty five, so they children come off of your policy at twenty five, so they need mm-hmm. their own. Um, so they all have policies. Okay, uh, so they on their own now. Yeah. yeah. So it's like building a, a a smart and strong financial house at an early age, especially mm-hmm. with investments, because the earlier you know, you start investing, the more time you have for it to grow. Sure. Sweet. That's good. But I tell them a whole lot of other stuff, too. What else you tell them? Like, don't drink and drive. Don't drink bourbon and drive. 
No, you should not drink bourbon and drive. Be if you're gonna drink bourbon and wear boy shorts, catch an Uber. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing what? around. <laughs> That's the show, right? Yeah, <laughs> we drink first, then we drive to the bourgeois. <laughs> okay, you said the daughters. I ain't say the son. Oh, I ain't tell you what that. I told my son. Sorry, what you tell your son? Yeah, yeah. What's the life advice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. advice you give your son? Um, no. I Is he the oldest? Not. Yeah, he's the oldest. Oh yeah, yeah. What you tell him? So you got you made all the mistakes with him. Got you. No, I didn't. My first child is experimental really child. Good. No, he did. He's he's he was an excellent son. He only got in trouble one time. What did he do? He was at Poly. He went to Poly the first semester, okay. freshman year. Uh-huh. And him and a, uh, another one of his friends at school were down. Remember, you know where the library mm-hmm. was downstairs in the basement. Yeah. Well, they put it. He put it. The, well, the both of them put their hand up the girl's shirt. Oh. She was giggling at first, but then when people found out, she went to the school police. Of course. So mm-hmm. they ended up in juvenile for yeah. like, oh yeah, because it wasn't like it was when I was at Poly. No, that was a daily thing to get smacked on your butt or, you that, know, your boobs got was grabbed. Okay with that? that was well, no, it was just a standard was back a then. A standard. It was the so standard. It really was a standard. That was a standard back then. I could, you did. I mean, I could, you smacked them or told yeah. them to get away or whatever. But that, at his age, well, yeah. he'll he'll be thirty this year. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow. So when he did I that, that landed him at juvenile. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I he ended up. Yeah. Nothing happened. He really just got kicked out of poly, yeah. but he wanted to go to city anyway. So uh, did he end up in city? Yep. All right. With a scholarship to college, so uh, I guess I'm everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, That's so. interesting. Yeah. They don't. They don't. They, they don't play. They don't, they don't yeah. Play. They stopped playing. They played when That's I was crazy. in high school, but they stopped after that. That's crazy. In the South, you would have went to jail. <coughs> like, been locked up for 10 years. Oh, yeah. You got beat by like the that. whole neighborhood, too. Right. All the big mamas in there. Um, so, so, with all of this financial information, you have three wonderful children, a wealth of knowledge. Did you impart any of this into 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 their fathers or into your, to your, 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 your previous husband? Did he get to enjoy the fruits of this knowledge? Well, not from me per se, but uh, their dad was pretty good with money. Okay, so he did he give it to you, or just that was that was made? I didn't in a work. Match? I actually didn't work for two years when um, wow. I had the first two. I didn't work. I determined that I need to go finish school and go back to work because I mm-hmm. could see the handwriting on the wall from for the marriage. So really? that was the reason I went back. Yeah, were the children to hopefully try to keep you t- you guys together, or no, they were like. Five and four. And oh, one. oh, I see. You. Okay, they were I five, got you. four, and one at oh, the okay. time. Oh, right, so that's different. So yeah, yeah. When it was said and done, that's that's how right. old they were. But how did y'all meet? Like, yeah, how did y'all meet? How did I meet their dad? Yeah. Well, I was driving. Oh, you blushing now? <laughs> no, I'm trusting. It's, it is not a blush. <laughs> oh, oh. Is no, story? I mean he's cool. We're good friends. Yeah, yeah. But um, I was driving down Liberty Road on the way to a wedding. And he was driving up and somehow we stopped and started talking. He had a friend in the car and I had a friend in the car and we started talking. And so that's okay. how that's how we, we we came together at the light. We ended up at the light. Okay. The red light. Huh. And lo and behold, guess who catches the bouquet at the wedding reception? You do. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, how prophetic was that? <laughs> uh I don't know. <laughs> you, ever, you ever caught the, the garter belt? I, I avoided it at all costs. 
That's ridiculous. I, I caught one. Did you end up married? Ma'am. Oh, I'm sorry. Two single fathers talking about <laughs> love life for libations. That don't mean you didn't When'd end you up married. Where'd you catch it? Hmm? Where'd you catch it? Well, yeah. Um, Before baby girl or after? That's how Both. baby girl got here. Yeah. No, wait, wait, wait. That's, wait, wait. that's what I'm no, going wait, to. No, I'm really trying to think. Nah, I caught it. No, it was after. 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 But we all see. We was all talking to the, the guys was up there. They said all the single guys, yeah. whatever, yeah. like, you know, get on the floor. So we were always like, the groom came up and said, yo, when I throw it, y'all walk away. All right. That was the plan. Yeah. Because yeah. there was a, a female, I mean, a woman already caught it. The, the bouquet. But that was just our plan. We yeah, already yeah. had planned it. Yeah. So when he threw it, we all walked away. And... There was some some ladies in the crowd like, no, nah, that's not right. Why y'all do that? Because she caught it. I was, we was like, nah, like this was our plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I picked it up. I was like, look, all right, I got it, I got it. <laughs> and and yeah, she's actually married now and has a kid yeah. on the way. Yeah. See how that worked out? Won't he do it? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I actually left the garter belt Won't at the wedding. So oh. see that I'm smart. Yeah, I just let that. that blessing keep getting passed on. Exactly. You feel me? Exactly. What's up with you? You single? Yes. Very. Very. Well, she said that with a smile. She did. Uh-oh. So <laughs> is that, is that a strain or a smile? No, it's good. Okay. All good. <laughs> it's been a couple people came on this show. Like, nah, I'm very single. Hey, listen. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. No, really? Did they say that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to... Nah. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> nah, there's been a few people like we go off and I'm like, yeah, that was nice. Listen, can you do me a favor? Like, get you cut out the park where I said I was single because like I'm really going through something right now. I'm like, listen, but you're not single then. Come so on. <laughs> we don't we don't lie on here. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Why are you single? All that? Why am I? Yeah, you seem like by uh, choice or a great catch. Well, I, I filed for cut. divorce, so yeah, by choice. By choice, right after that. Oh, I have a new saying now. It's called Roger that. So oh, just, okay. I'll so be throwing it out after there, the like. divorce, why are you single? So you decided to, you guys. Are you divorced, divorced now? Are you all the way through? Like, oh, yeah. You done it? Mm-hmm. So how long have you been single since that? Uh, a little over three years now. Okay. Mm-hmm. How's the dating pool been? Or have you been dating? Mm, yeah. It's interesting. Uh-oh. Oh, is it? <laughs> Do <laughs> tell. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I mean, it's like you know, it's I get all ages. That's the probably the most interesting part because mm-hmm. people have you dated all ages though. That's the thing. The well, yeah, the ages I, that seem to be acceptable to you. Well, yeah, yeah. Good I question. mean, I've gotten some twenties, but the no twenties. Twenties don't last long. I can see with a mature twenty nine. Huh? Mature twenty nine year old. I can see that. Mm, I don't think so. You need thirty and up or thirty five and up. Thirty five, probably thirty eight and up. I mean, I think thirty five is is kind of low, but. It depends on the thirty-five-year-old. Because I'm, I'm avoiding asking how old you are, so I'm trying to keep it pushing. Because I, you know, I don't mind telling. I don't like that. So how old are day. you? Like, oh <laughs> no, I'm messing. Uh-huh. So what is your age? Fifty-one. You fifty-one? I, I keep forgetting that. I really be. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like shocked every time. Yeah, you you fifty-one? No, I'm really for real. This is for real. Like, I'm, then you try to do the math in your head. <laughs> I really forget that you're fifty-one. Like, I don't. Yeah. Every time, yeah. and I, I feel like I ask you this every time yeah. I see you. Like, how old are you? But. I'll be 52 in a couple months. 
Man, listen. Uh, what? <laughs> Area 51. I mean, we we like older women. I just want to yeah. let you know Do that. Do you really? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Huh, like uh, older as in what age? Uh, 51. <laughs> I, go, I go 55. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. My cutoff is 55. 55. Until so, you turn 40. Then. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Then I got to go back down a little bit. So where does how does that mm. work out? Because I've been re- recently approached by a 34-year-old. I think, mm. well, if 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 34, our generation, I'll say that. I mean, you think about some of the women that we've seen via TV and just around our way. Um, Claire Huxtable being like yeah. one of them. Like that, I was watching Cosby yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And you've been on your, your, your old school TV search. Uh, let me tell you something. That's funny. Claire was on TV and I was like, God, yeah, damn, like. Felicia Rashad, excuse me, but Claire. Nah, Claire. <laughs> nah, damn, yeah. man. She always going to be Claire. Yeah. Yeah. She, but even to this day, like, even if you look at her, like, she's just still got that, like. Grace and elegance about yeah, her. Yeah, but still got that vixen-y type look in her eye. Like, like, damn, I would tear her old ass mm-hmm. up. Like, you know what I'm saying? But no disrespect to you. But <laughs> it's just, it, you just. <laughs> no, nah, like, no disrespect. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, it, it's just like, I've always, like had a little thing for just like older women. Like I don't know why. Like it could have been somebody at my summer camp that caught my eye. It was I know it was a couple of substitute Definitely teachers. Did, like that, uh, yeah, counselors at camp. Yes, uh, I know yeah. it was a couple of substitute teachers back in uh, Old Court Middle, oh, yeah, and, and Chickapin. That was definitely like, yeah, I like older women. Hmm. I think older women have a, a sense of regalness about them. Yeah, like like mastery of the world. I think so, or a command of the world is probably a better, better. It's wisdom. Place. I think it's wisdom. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah it has yeah. to be because age is really not going to give you yeah. wisdom. Yeah, right, not necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, I think, but between me and Jeremy, I can really only speak for mm-hmm. me and Jeremy at this moment. We we're, we're really attracted to intelligence. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that you know, with maturity comes intelligence, and I think that plays a big part on why we're attracted to older women. So it's mm-hmm. like the intelligence, like even with you, with your with your fine, your financial field, it's like even, I don't know that, but that's still attractive to me because it's like, damn, yeah, you know all that. <laughs> Crunching them numbers, go ahead, girl. It's like, exactly. It's little stuff like that, like, yeah, she got a little suit on, I see you, trying to save me money. <laughs> but that that's one of the things that I know for me that attracts me to older women. And I think it's just how you guys carry yourselves. Like, but it's it's definitely older women out there that still will be on some like, oh, trying yeah. to be extra young. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's some great grandmothers that's like 40 right now. And I'm like, God. Great grand. No, that's real. <laughs> for real. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, for real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like for real, but from our generation. Real 15, 15, 15. Yeah. From our generation, older women is different. So it's yeah. like, you, you guys are basically the mothers, but like, we, you know, we, we know our moms is like, oh, that's mom. But then it's mm-hmm. like, it's different from like a non, a non mom 50 something year old. Right. It's like, yeah, she's different. And I got a sister that's 51. Yeah, so that's, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. Well, so, how does that feel when you take that person? I don't know if you have before, but how does it mm-hmm. feel when you take that older person around your family? Or have you not done that? We, we've not done that. I don't oh, take too okay. many people See, around my family. I take, bring brought people around friends. Yeah. So, the, the first level is going to be friends and my first cousin's cousin. So that's that's the first people, but I haven't. That's the first line of defense. Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah, yeah. We got our like then siblings. Yeah. Then. So hypothetically, <laughs> hypothetically uh, yeah, speaking, yeah. if one of us was to date you, it's like, hey, listen, I'm having a a gathering. We we want to look. Why don't you just, you know have a little cook? I want you to come through. Yeah. And then we'll sit back. 
<laughs> you be like, hey, I'm here, so I'll let you in the house. But then I'll be like, hey, y'all, this is, hey, y'all, this, this is, is uh, this is Honey Blue. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is Mon, it's Monye Lemon. This is Miss Lemon. This is a Missy Lemon. And you know, oh, we'll, Lord. I'll look at the eyes around the room. Like, you know, I'll focus on the ladies' eyes. I yeah. won't focus on the men. The men are gonna be like, okay, okay, right, right, right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The men are always gonna be. The men are always gonna be in the grand say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Anything, right. anything out of their norm, they're gonna be all right with that. Right, right. They're right, fine right. with that. That's real. But the women, they're they gonna excited. be like, yeah. Yeah. you know, you get the different levels of, hey, mm-hmm, how yeah. you doing? Kyle, could you? Yeah, if you hey, can you come to catch a Could you come help me with this bag of potatoes? Could you help me get this real quick? You're not gonna be around long. Who is that? Who that? That's your who? She look a little older. She look older. Like you know, you can start getting that. It's like yo, so do you think they would think that? Do you think they would look at me and say she looks older? They gonna know. I can fake the funk with some shorts on and tennis shoes. Say less. I don't know. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna try to pick you apart. I can tell you right now. If if the entire family is at a cookout, the main person that's gonna zero in. Harder than anybody. It's gonna be Viv. Grandma. Oh, oh, Viv. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be Viv. You seen Viv in action? Yeah, it's gonna be Viv. And Viv picked a few apart on your behalf. (laughs) Oh, did she? To that, to that. To that point, to that, to that uh, character, they they hung they, in they, they hung and they in went there, over. Yeah. They hung in there. Yeah, yeah. They still get, they get still oh, so about to their benefit. To their benefit. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so Viv yeah. will be the one to like, That's aunt. Yeah, you know, what I mean, the the our generational cousins, they're gonna, she gonna screw they gonna talk, yeah, they gonna talk to us on the side. To your face, like she on. Yeah, they gonna talk to us on the side. My whole family's like that. Like I brought a girl, a young lady, to a cookout, and she's gonna say, speak to her. I'm like, hey, this is this is Kyle. This is such and such. Actually, we can went over together. This is my cousin Liv. This is my aunt Viv. And she's ain't speak. Look at the girl. I was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> she ain't Wait, let me start her. this over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's ain't. I was like, but I warned her going into. Huh. I was like, hey, my. I've you seen talking about? You was talking she about was that your age yeah. or was she older? The young lady. Yeah. She is three years younger than me. Okay. Yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. that's so she just didn't like her from appearance. Mm-mm, that's just Viv. Nah, that's just who she is. Oh, she do that to everybody. Yeah, oh, okay. just, it's an intimidation factor. Like I'm telling you, and, and and we and there were some other new people there that she spoke to. That's the thing. Mm. <laughs> 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 but now, then afterwards, they was cool. Like he's yeah. the he's the he's the protect protected like crown jewel. Like, <laughs> no, nah, and it's it's not it's not a bad thing. But like he's I'm calling you. Yeah, they look at they really look out for Jeremy as far as his heart is concerned. They look out for Jeremy's heart like like big heavy. No, no, they look out for Jeremy's. They look out for Jeremy's heart like big heavy. Um, and that day that's was bad. crazy because we both we both brought associates. Mm-hmm. You like that word? Yeah. You both brought associates. <laughs> you feel me? Mine was easy breezy. I was like, "What up, y'all? Boom! This is all right. Then cool." But everybody was cool with it. That's the. Th- I don't understand how you got the fast. Because they know that you know why they know that you don't. You'll say something more direct than I will. Yeah. Quickly, so you yeah. could be. So I tell you, I said, "Look, I go get, ahead." I, I said, "Listen." Go ahead, go sit your ass out in the back. Don't make eye contact with a lot of them. I'll be back. I'll grab you a little drink or something. You sit out there. Just Don't keep... make eye contact. I'm nah, for real. Oh gosh. For but real. I, that's the same pep talk I gave her in the car ride over. But it's Jeremy. But you, but you gotta understand. <laughs> that would have di- made me go talk to everybody. Yeah, but our that's di- what she did. our <laughs> dynamics with the family are different too. So uh, it's like they got, yeah. they have a slightly. They got, they got him more invested in in Jeremy because it's like they really don't even know. They don't know what really I. How I date and and okay. and okay. and bring around. I don't bring women around, mm. even if I even, 
with dating and not dating. I don't bring women around, so it's like I really keep to myself when and I'm. And I do yeah. for that reason because I don't. He I, does. I don't trust necessarily my judge. Yeah, so it's like I, yeah, because I, I find it good <laughs> in everybody sometimes. So, so if, like, I, so need, if I, I need my cousin. yeah, so uh, if I uh, do bring somebody around, it's like oh shit. Co- Kyle got somebody. You like so happy. You don't want to uh, make a leave. Damn, <laughs> you dated. I'm like, yeah, I do date from t- guys, oh, guys. Man. And that know? was just that was That's right funny. after too. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so, um, with that situation, I don't think they they wouldn't tell you the pieces. But I mean, like you would be all right with Viv because because yeah, yeah. of the because of the age gap and everything like right. that. But then. You know, with with our generational cousins, they be like, "Yo, Jay, what the fuck? Like, who, <laughs> who mom is that?" Like, instantly coming in the house. You think different. they would know? We can test test it out. <laughs> That's funny. We can test it out and Let's see what happens. Yeah, we can test it out yeah. on both sides of the family. All right. So, the oh, three, that's so, great. So the three of us go and they won't know who I'm with. No, they All won't know. Y'all just bring me in and All introduce right. me. They gonna start asking questions. Well, yeah. who, is she with you, Kyle, or is she with Jeremy? Who is she with? I don't know. We're going to see. I don't know. We're going to see you. Yeah. you at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> she like both of us. Right. We, she came with it's us 2019. together. <laughs> she like both of us. See, my my um fear, and not really a fear, but in dating a younger guy mm-hmm. is like, my first thought is, is he going to still want kids? Because I'm done. Ah. That's always like my first like thought. Like you done done? Done. Okay. So date somebody with kids. I'm huh? ideally done. I mean, I, I'll have another child if my future wife wants one, but I don't have any more children. And I've, I've met a few women that don't want to have kids that my our age. So. And then the other flip side is like, do I want to deal with small kids? You know, because I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, I I hear that a lot, and I guess my because I don't push my kids on people. I don't see it, but I'm, my thought is always you shouldn't, you won't have to unless you want to. Mm-hmm. In the sense that if you're dating somebody who has their their family structure in order, they're not asking you to watch the child. The child will be around, but it's not your responsibility. Yeah. But I feel like two women take on that responsibility, or implant themselves in it as well. Yeah. To, to show that they can, but. For me personally, I was like, no, that's not you. I got this. Let me ask you this, right? Mm. So with with dating, you said, let's say two of the, the three years you've pretty much been dating. Because I know that first year you kind of like, I would say took a break maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for like the last two years, like how has is, how is the dating pool been in, in your, <clears throat> excuse me, in your age bracket? How's that been? Oh, God. I, to me, that's a nightmare. A to like me, that. a nightmare because I, I, like, that first year that I actually opened myself up to date yeah. was mostly 57-year-olds, and everyone was just 57. But the problem mm. with just about every single one of them was, I guess they did their little ripping and running, went through their divorce or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. At 57, they know they're getting ready to get older. They want to remarry. So it was two issues. One, they want to remarry, and they're ready to do it, like, instantly. And I'm like, oh, no. Hmm. That's not, like, just because you see it, you know, somebody doesn't mean we're matched. Right. You know, we're not equally yoked or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. So that was an issue to me because it was like, 
that's like the first thing they were jumping on. Um, and then the second thing was that I noticed was they think because now I don't know what the rest of women are out here doing, but they think because you're single that you need somebody or you're desperate. Okay, I could see that that fifty-seven age. Yeah, that being that mindset. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, oh, I'm eligible. I'm a CEO. I'm a this because I met some really nice guys. Like people would say, oh, it's nobody out here. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not gonna meet anybody worthwhile. I met some really, really nice say that guys. Again. Say that again. Despite I met some man. really, really nice guys doing well for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, go getters. Not, you know, just some really nice guys. But the, my problem was they just wanted to move too fast because I guess they were ready to settle down and mm-hmm. they feel like a single male doing well, want to treat you right, does not mean that I'm a match for you. Because right. spiritually, I need who God says is the right person for me. Mm. That's real. Two snaps mm. up. Do you think, <laughs> and, and your, your outlay of dating that women look at it that way, that you need to see who God has for you? And I ask that because to the to the how you describe the men that that's how I see it. Well, that's what I'm experiencing. If you are good on paper as a guy, you treat a woman right mm-hmm. immediately. Oh, we should be together. And I think Kyle and I experienced that. And it's like, no, we're being respectful and gentlemen. And I was trying. raised this way. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> you, right. 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 What yeah. the hell? Right. But what were you allowed? Like we we've talked about that for it's a it's it's a standard. Uh, standard allowance. Like, what were you allowing before meeting me? Exactly. That that makes me so unique and special. Yeah, like, cause that's that says a lot about your standards. Because if 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 I'm taking you taking you to a restaurant, and I'm opening opening doors for you, and I'm complimenting, you know, not even complimenting, but just going through the the actual steps of like how you're supposed to be treated as a woman mm-hmm. if you've never had this treatment like right. what what were you allowing were you before allowing? that yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, that says a lot and it's not even in, it says a lot about you and it says a lot about how you were raised and taught right so th- those are the things that you know we are just like, sometimes we're just like f- flabbergasted well that's mm-hmm. a, that was like some of my, my thought <clears throat> excuse me my thought process too because the way guys were coming off I'm like you know, I'm not desperate. I'm not, yeah. you know, so what mm-hmm. are other women having you think that you would think everybody is in that same boat? Because I actually had someone come to my house. I had a friend that came in town from mm-hmm. Charlotte. And she, I, I told her she could stay at my house for her aunt's funeral. Mm-hmm. Well, her cousin came to pick her up. And I met him. You know, we had small talk. Yeah. And so he actually handed me his phone number and email. And I was like, he was like, you know, call me so we can see how we're going to work this out. And I'm like, After the work first what meeting? out? After the first conversation. Yeah, I was like, work what out? Because he's he was married for the fourth time. Was that the turn off? <laughs> Wait, now, uh, now it makes yeah. sense. See how we're going to work this out. Exactly. That's why I was like, work that's what out? Because I was like, now. He be- <laughs> 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 but he literally just came and came to my house to pick her up because right. she was staying with me while mm-hmm. she was in town. And he said that, and I was like, well, you know, he he handed me this, and he walked out the door, mm-hmm. and he's like, told her, his cousin, I'm going to the car. Yeah. And so she was like, she looked at me, and she was like, what's wrong? And I was like, well, he's handing me his number and his email, mm-hmm. talking about, call me, let's see how we can work this out. And I'm like, I don't do married men. Oh, he was like, married, married. He was married. 
I said, married, and I don't want him anyway. I have no interest in him. Oh, wow. He's only in my house to pick you up. Mm-hmm. So she was like, I'll talk to him. You miss every shot you don't take. So, so. so she so she talked to him and said, um, my friends aren't the type that do people that already have people. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, she knows she want me. He was a cornball Bama. Yeah. I'm saying he used to do it. It works. Men yeah. only do things well, that Obviously, work. he was married four times. So, obviously, But I'm saying, but working. he's used to that behavior. Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Because so that, based on his, his mindset, are you, is that what you've been getting from other women? Because that's not what you're getting from me. Right. Yeah. No, I'm quite sure that's what he's getting from other women. Cause oh, absolutely. Because yeah, he thought it was yeah. so comfortable to just. And I looked at him like he was crazy. Hmm. Just, just the old. I'm, I'm glad you're really on the show. It's that the dynamic that we uh, talked about. I think one of like our first episode, the old school values versus new school values. Um, this is a prime example or a perfect example. I'm glad you're on the show. So like your upbringing, I can clearly see like you. This comes from a respectable background as as is ours. But like even just sitting back and looking how. Um, people date these days like what's your take on it like from from how you dated from let's say oh i got high school college 20s 30s and then like to now versus and how her children yeah yeah how your children like like how are you like what's the difference what's what's your difference what's what just take on it like Mm. well i guess because you know i was brought up with a two-parent household. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that, you know, that reinforcement was there. Um, I think my girls were raised the same way. I mean, they they had, um, you know, they always had some kind of guidance in, in that father-daughter relationship. So, you know, they, they, you know, they have, they're used to having a standard. So, I mean... When it comes to dating, I don't see them doing any different than me. They're not just settling for anything. Yeah, right. You know, they're they make choices about who. They're not desperate. They don't need validation. They mm-hmm. had men in their life the entire time, whether it was father, um, uncles, you know, older cousins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can't you can't just like my girls. You can't pull the wool over there. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. they are gangster when it comes to. I'm like, I have to. I used to have to tell them, all right, give them a chance, give them a <laughs> chance, you know. No, hell no, ma. Are you like that? Are you the give them a, not giving people a chance type of person? I'm like, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm spiritual, so I weigh okay. the spirit. So I just gotta, I, it's, it's a vibe for me. Mm-hmm. So if I'm like, like I've been on dates just so I can be beside the person get the energy, to get that. Yeah, and exactly. Mm-hmm. And if it felt like I was sitting beside a tree, I'm like, mm, mm, mm. nice, you know, yeah, that's crazy. have a good yeah. life. Take care. Unfortunately, it's just like, I don't want to waste time. Is that because um, you're rushing to get married too? No, no. uh-uh. I just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, it's just like, if there's no connection, you know, I'm just like, it's like, we can be friends, you mm-hmm. know. I'll go to the movies or meet you out for dinner or whatever the case. But if you're seeking more and I don't feel it, I'm mm-hmm. not wasting time. Can men and women be friends? Just friends? Yeah, just friends. Oh, I think so. Okay. 
I think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like if I, I pursued you and you realize, nah, going out with you is like going out with a tree. But you say we can be friends. Can you still be? Do you find? Yeah. Can you be friends knowing that one? one I party, can't be attracted to him. Okay. You can be friends as long as you're not attracted. Right. I, that's fair. Mm. There can't be any physical attraction. Because I think that vibe is just coming off and it's like a chemistry that, you know. Okay. Like you, you know, you would know. Okay. It's, it, you, that, that vibe chemistry. Because I have female friends who are attractive that I am not attracted to. So there sense. you have it. Yeah. They, they yeah, might be attracted yeah. to you. They, maybe they're not attracted to me. But, but because you're yeah. not attracted to them, you probably don't even see it. A lot of times guys miss that. I miss it all the time. Like yeah. I, I'm not the pick up on the hints type of person. Yeah, if you're not attracted to to a female, a lot of times you miss when they are like crushed out over you. Hmm. That's wisdom right there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> My Kamala's actually had to point that out to her friend. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, you didn't notice that your so-called yeah, my, my, best friend." Uh, you don't see how she looks at you? Because uh, if you're not looking at her that way, you just miss all, all of that. that yeah. It just I, goes yeah. right over your head. I've gotten in trouble for that before. That's, I got the German. She, she all such and such. She's all some giggling in your face. You're like, huh? No, she not. Well, she was just bringing up the clothes. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> it happens. She, you know, A lot. She gave you a 50% discount. <laughs> she was looking out. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it happens a lot. She definitely just helped me out. Like yeah. I'm looking at it like yeah. that. So, yeah. But it, it's that's a that's that's unique. Like I feel as though like even though that I feel like you have to have some type of attraction to that person mm-hmm. um in order to keep the friendship sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um because it's like if there's no like, I mean, attraction as far as vibe, it could be anything. Yeah, I think it's um, a but love. Even, but even, but even on a physical level, like, <clears throat> like I physically see you as a as, as a beautiful woman, so I know like, all right, cool, I can be open to talk to you. Now you, now you, as far as your beauty is concerned, now you have conversation to back up the beauty. But now you have these credentials to back up, mm-hmm. uh the conversation with with the beauty and everything like that so sometimes the 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 physical can be a plus because we are all we all want to you know be on one accord even when we go out together mm-hmm. like it's like yo i know i ain't going out with no bum so you know, i know she know how to dress you yeah. know she got her heels she got this got that she know how to put herself put together. together so it's mm-hmm. like even when we go out physically yes if i know that I could be attracted to it. I know that once we go out, I'm comfortable with going out with you because I know that you won't get the attraction that we need. We might even slide in a couple of VIPs together based off of, you know, your your appearance. You know what I'm saying? But so okay. sometimes, sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Because we all have different point of views, but sometimes I think being attracted to uh, the opposite sex and being friends and being just friends mm-hmm. is also a benefit as well. I look at it like that. I look at it like that. Like I said, me and you were different. Yeah, I don't know. But you, but you, I don't want to. I don't want to put you in a. Uh, if I have an attraction, my mind wanders. So. Right. I don't want to put you in a. <laughs> I don't want to put you in a lane. Because I mean, we all we all wonder sometimes. Like yeah, you know, you see you see people in a different environment when you're out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Even especially when libations is yeah. involved sometimes. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you be like, damn, she really out here killing it on the dance floor. Yeah. 
She is really killing it on the day. You like, oh, I guess she is kind of cute. <laughs> hey, let me see that real quick. Then the lights come on. Yeah. Then you that's that that kind of slight quiet ride home. You gotta like, oh, let's do a sing along together, ah, Mary J. Ah. Like, yeah, girl. I don't never want this night to end. Me neither. It doesn't have to. Stop playing, Kyle. That's how it goes. Stop playing. Y'all crazy. Boy, take me home. All right, all right. I'm a, I'm a holler at you. All right, hit me in my phone in the morning, girl. Stop playing. Shoot. Talk to me when you get home safe. Hey, you cool? <laughs> hey, you cool? I'm straight. I'm drunk. I'm tired. I'm hungry. All right. I was about to go get something to eat. You so you hungry? You? And that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And then, bam. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I've had a situation like that. Like me, I, I work with somebody. Me and her was like, we hit it off right off the bat. Like we was like, yo, you funny, I'm funny. You got, you got jokes like I joke. We was like, it was like being a, it was like Martin, Martin and Pam, but like with, it was like Martin and Pam, mm-hmm. but like let's say Martin and Pam went out one night, mm-hmm. but because they are quick, you know, are are, are witty and they're mm-hmm. quick with the jokes and they actually start they if. If Martin and Pam went out and just started having drinks one night and just had a good time, and then <laughs> and Martin and Pam like really smashed like that, uh, I've, right. I've had that situation. Yeah, yeah. And and then it was like the next day we was at work like no <laughs> eye contact. We were just like, "What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> What's up? How much you got? I got about okay, okay." Then I was like, "Listen, what 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 the hell happened last yeah, but- night?" Right. No, I really like. Well, we, I was gonna say it could be the opposite too. You might not be a, that kind. You may not have that kind of attraction initially, but you might be. You know, mm. you just click. Yeah. Then you start hanging out. Then the attraction comes. Sometimes the attraction is first. That's true too. Yeah. And then it's like yeah. you can't be friends because you're so attracted that you don't want to just be friends. Yeah. So it just that, depends yeah. on you know that, who it that, is. I'm trying to tell you that joint was crazy. But it was like, yo, we just went out. I was, we left for work early. We got off early, and it was like, oh, let's go out. Bad. What you want to do? I'm like, yo, the, the city is ours. What you want to do? <laughs> well, let's go here. Let's go here then. Boom. I got, you know, you got drinks. I got drinks here. Mm-hmm. We going, we going, we going. Uh, swap where we buy drinks at. Like if I buy drinks first here, you, you got, got the next, next bar. bar. I got the next bar. You got mm-hmm. the next bar. Boom. We did that for like bar for bar. three, yo craziness and then we wound up like at the one last spot with some of my people's and it was like yo that's you i'm like that's my home girl like just my home girl they was like yo she you cool. after the night was over huh it was you after the no, night was listen, over <laughs> it was cool we wound up at we wound up at uh we wound up at denny's we was like getting some food because we needed to eat that's we the only like, thing open late right yeah we, we need we wound up at denny's we was eating and but everybody from the last spot we was at went to denny's so we was all eating and having a good time chilling talking and i'm like yo i'm i'm effed up so listen i'm gonna stay at your place no nah, she, she no she stayed with her but i drove she was you know she was out yeah. my way so i said look stay in my crib you take the bed whatever on the couch but then like that famous line. Nah, but, but it was, I've used that a few times. <laughs> but sobering up, eating, it's like, look, I can't let you drive that far. But you know, plus she had a kid and everything like that. I was like, look, I ain't even gonna put you in jeopardy like that. You drive that far and get pulled over, some shit happened. You know what I'm saying? I said, look, take your ass in the room, go to sleep. 
And not once in your head this did what, you but, think. Listen, listen, but this is what I said at the at the at the table eating. But when I drive home, kicked it up, I was like, bro, I don't know. We ain't gonna make it from Denny's to the crib. Like and it's only five minutes, but right. you know that that's a long five. We got home, we laid down, I I both passed out. And then like around like six, seven in the morning, like I get a rub on my face and you know, you know that you know that you know that cuddle. Oh, she inched over. She yeah. inched over. Ah, well, honey, blue did that before. I know that laugh. Yeah, that little shit. Back I woke up. Yeah, that's what you call backing that yeah, thing up. I woke up. She woke. <laughs> I woke up and then she woke up. Hey, then you woke up. Yeah, it was, I, I was already awake. Oh lord. At six a.m. I'm sure. Nah, I was awake and then yeah. So it had we were, and then what's crazy we were back to sleep didn't say nothing she was like alright I'm gone I was like alright holla at you late let me know when you get home next day at work we was talking I said yo what what the hell what happened? happened what happened she was like yo well, what had happened was <laughs> I was about to ask you the same shit she was like yo all I know is I woke up mm-hmm. and I was on top of you I'm like uh, listen Wow. How you wake up on top of me? She slipped and fell. There ain't no slipping <laughs> and fall. On. And oh, then we wound Lord. up like we we kept that same relationship for like maybe three months. Yeah. And it was fun. It was fun. No obligation. No, no obligation. Thoughts. And it was cool. No. Like we would go out, hang out. Dudes would come and approach her. She was cool with it. Like she but it was dudes that she actually like saw attractive. Yeah. But I didn't think nothing of it. And I'm yeah, over yeah. here I'm talking to time. other talking to other women. But even still at the end of the night, it was like, yo, I'm ready to go. I'm like, oh, say less. Let's go. <laughs> I had that some quite a few years ago. What happened to it? Quite a few years. Well, no, they few. last year. They I don't know. They lasted for about. It lasted for about six months. How, how do we stay friends? Though. Yeah, those we're don't last. We're still long. friends. The, the friendship will last, but it just fades out after yeah. a while. The excitement, you know, fades. The sex part goes like, it only lingers for like six months. Mm-hmm. I think of it three to six months. Mm-hmm. Me, me personally, it stayed there. I just left. Why'd you leave? <clears throat> sex. I mean, excuse me. The, I was a little excited about that part. I apologize. <laughs> excuse me. Like, so what are you saying? Like, what left? No, no. The 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 whole chemistry thing was like off the off the chain for yeah, the whole time. It was a major chemistry. I mean, but what, what was your the time? So I was, was just like, it was just like I was I was I actually separated. So I hadn't long separated. I didn't want a relationship. Mm-hmm. So it was just you know it's easier to be that way. But then they were around other people, and you know. Some chick intercepted, and I was like, I don't have time for that. So, uh, yeah. but it was out. easier for you because you was already kind of disconnected. I was and already disconnected. I wasn't I looking for that. a relationship at all. I yeah. That, yeah. And so then, you know, I was just like, I don't have time for that. Well, was the other chick? Was she like, who are you type of thing, or just pulling his attention? She found out his password on his voicemail. <sighs> And heard a message from me. Oh. I was like, "Well, who is that?" He ain't a real player. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which might might not be a bad thing that he's not a real player. But but uh, yeah, so I just I was like, um, um, it got back to me. Yeah, and I was just like, I don't have time for that because I just I've just never been a female drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I've never been around a whole lot of females. Most of them were my cousins. Right. So I've had you know a handful, but not many. 
So it's like any kind of female drama for me is like uh no drama flight. Yeah, because I'm just like I don't have time for it. Hmm. But that person never left my life totally. Uh oh. They reappeared. Hold on. Oh, do tell. Let me make sure these screw they right. fit. When, so you know, this was like I mean, this was years ago. Like my like my daughter was one, and she's 25 now. So. So they they <laughs> <laughs> She did say voicemail. So, so. that person found <laughs> me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So that same person found me again on Facebook. And that's how y'all reconnected. Mm-hmm. Was it worth reconnecting? Yeah, to an extent. <laughs> like how why was it worth connecting to reconnecting well, to an extent? Because that like I've never experienced a relationship with that per with another person like I have with them. That sounds like chemistry. Uh, it's a chemistry I can't even explain. So, why and it's an unconditional love too, at the same time. So why are you single? Um, I mean, it's like timing is everything. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. Because when you hear so, chemistry that you can't explain, unconditional love, that sounds like like you what you put in the witch's brew. For a relationship, you know, almost even a soulmate type of thing. It's is, but you know what? It sounds like that that person that she's describing. Like sometimes when you have soul ties, mm. you know what a soul tie is. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've I think we've talked about it that. It was a unfinished. Soul tie. It was not not even unfinished, unfinished, but it's just it, there are some people in your life. And we've talked about this. There's just some people in your life that you have you're going to have a connection with. That you're never going to never going to lose, even if, and you, that's that person. Even if they get into a relationship, right, and just be, you know, just be happy, you know, they you post it up like, oh, you know, and and you in some ways you're happy for them because sometimes you just know that they some, ain't happy, they weren't happy, <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> that's why they found me, Roger that, right. Roger that. So, but I'm just saying, in some ways, you know, right. you you root for them to be happy because it's like, all right. I get it. I know what yeah, you've been yeah. through. Yeah, Absolutely. you know. And our timing wasn't right. So it just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that the soul tie that you two have will never be like yeah. even even if they say, Look, I'm getting married, come through I'm coming to the wedding. Cause I support I support love. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day I don't know what I would do if I had that if that situation would have came up. But yeah, I got you. I'm gonna I go. I'm gonna go. Okay. Like even like I so I have two I got two soul ties right now. One is currently in a relationship and did not tell me. And she, and she, okay. she purposely said, I don't want to hear from you that you're happy for me. Said that to me. Wow. I said, why wouldn't you tell me this? Because what if I get the urge to hit you up on a late night? Like, yo, what's good? Just even just because that's our our relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like, yo, yo, what's good? But what your big head ass doing? Because she knows she will respond. But. Now your man's laying next to you. Now the text message is different. Like, you hit me in the morning. I'm or good. Like, Have a good night. You, you hit me at yeah. You hit me at work hours, or you keep it cut. Like, oh, I'm good. All right, I'll talk to you later. I gotta go or something. I'm busy. Get getting in bed. Yeah. No, you're not. I know you always up late. Who's the second soul tie? Second soul tie. But you already know the second. You already know my soul tie. Oh, all right, all right, all right. But do I got edit this out? Me. Hmm. All right, you all good. Right. But nah. But but it's it's just. It's just you know the soul ties that 
What, yo? You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me that. So, so are the soul ties equal? Like, do you feel the chemistry and everything else that makes the soul tie? Are they the same? Tie? Um, no. They're, they're they're as a person they're not equal, but as no, I'm talking about the the intensity, vibe, the, vibe. the physical, the chemistry. The is no, that it's not. Okay. But we but that's what makes it. That's what makes the soul ties different. Is that we've connected on different levels. Um, mm. we, we've connected on with one I've connected here. I mean, it's, you, it's not to say that you can only have one soul tie and be done with it. There's people that you're going to meet oh, yeah. and you, and it's very unexpected that you just, you catch a like, Whoa, mm-hmm. like I can be myself like day one. Yes. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. Like, yes. And, and, it, and it, a lot of people don't understand like meeting somebody in a setting where as though, there are libations, but like you're, <laughs> but listen what I'm saying. You are your true self. You are very your true self. Drunk mind, sober thoughts. You are very your, you, you are, you are, you are your true self to the, like the truest form and how you come off and things that you say that you really wouldn't say without libations. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes like, you know, people can gravitate towards it. People cannot. Mm-hmm. But if you're the person that you're you're gravitating to and you're just saying whatever you want and, and not in a derogatory way or just being mean or, or not being mean, but just with no respect, but you you draw people to you draw people out of themselves mm-hmm. to 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 really to really be themselves. If, even if they do or don't have libations in them, you draw you, you draw them out because mm-hmm. it's like, listen, if it's I'm something feeling, natural. About yeah. It. But if, I, if I'm feeling this way, like lit imagine what i'm like sober imagine if it's like when we really have a conversation mm-hmm. and connection mm-hmm. and we really get to know each other on a consistent basis and then you know even though you're you know even if you're like totally totally drunk or whatever the case may be you're still going to wake up like yo what was the one chick name that i was talking to i need to f- find her find her look at him find her look at him find her because this conversation is real <laughs> no nah, but it's like find her like what was she at and, or find him what was he at mm-hmm. and it's like hey you know how you been listening no disrespect about last night or the other night i was lit i'm sorry nah it was cool but then now your conversation is still live the way it was the when, when you, you first, first met him yeah mm-hmm. i got you but it's still more dialed down now you have to really readjust yourself and then once you really feel, realize that you can still be comfortable and still be be a, a drunken sober person to mm-hmm. that you know be yourself you can be yourself i would say i won't say drunken sober person but you can be your true self with that person without no holes barred without uh withdrawing yourself a little bit just a little bit and be your full authentic self that's what mm-hmm. creates the soul tie, mm-hmm. you know. And then sometimes, you, in in some aspects, you progress to the physical manner, and then it becomes sexual. But even with the sexual manner, like it, the the sex is already trumped by conversation, by mental stimulation, by emotional stimulation, mm-hmm. by just just being with the person. You don't even have to be sexual. Just being with the person, sitting there, talking, laughing. Well, it goes even beyond that, too, because it's almost like a soul group. That's what I'm saying. It's it's, a, it's almost like a soul group yeah. where you're paired up before you even, like, because this particular person I met at 2.30 a.m. going home 
And he was going home and I was going home and we were mm. the only two cars on the street. Mm-hmm. And he stopped, so I stopped. He backed up, so I backed up. <laughs> 2.30 a.m. I love it. And then he said, pull over. I pulled over. And we sat in our own cars and talked through the window yeah. for like 30 minutes. Exchanged numbers. An hour later, he was at my house. Now, I would never, with my upbringing, have a stranger in my house. But it was one of those things like I had known him forever. Yeah. It's, it's like that, man. It's, it's really like that. But then to come back almost 20 years later. Sheesh. And still have that same connection mm-hmm. to the point where my mm-hmm. ex, I don't even remember being like the, I don't remember the physical with my ex. Wow. Like I can't even, like somebody I was married to. Sheesh. But this person. You remember every detail. Every detail. Like it was just like, like you left off and 20 years later, you just right back. Where you started. Right back. Same conversation. The re- Same what, what connection. I love, what I love about chemistry. that, the reminiscing. The reminiscing gets you gets you going. It's something about reminiscing. Mm-hmm. You know, something about reminiscing with somebody about past endeavors. And oh, it it yeah, could just yeah. be like, yo, remember the time we was at this party? And what's the name had the, what's the name? They had the hat on and like, yeah, because that's the first time you was feeling me. And then you. <laughs> <laughs> but you but you say it in a joking manner, yeah, but you really mean no, it. Like that's the right, first time you really was looking know. at me. I saw you looking at me. You can be your true authentic self and they're like, nah, keep it a hundred. You was feeling me first. No, nah, I wasn't. Yes, you was. All right, All whatever. Right, well, I was feeling you, but at the same time, you I don't act like you wasn't feeling me neither. But those are the conversations that when you are 7580. Mm. You feel me? Like those conversations still come up like <laughs> Boy, remember that party we said, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like that was the first time we met. Right. Uh, I value I value those connections. I value those soul ties to this day because I know that when I'm 51, you know, 20 years from now, that I can look back and be like, "Yo, remember that time we was at the what's the name party 20 and 20 years from now." Yeah. Am I saying it right? Yeah, so I'll be 53 Yeah 20 years from now What she's saying Is basically 20 years from now <laughs> If that's old What's that You making her No I'm thinking He's gonna be 54 55 Not no 51 50 Oh I said 50 Cause yeah, I said 51 Come doing on the math Go ahead <laughs> 53 You be 53 Come on Lemon <laughs> But uh <laughs> Come on You gotta do that now <laughs> but um, when, when you know when, when my twenty years come down the line and I still have that soul ties, like you know when, whenever, you know we have our when Bourbon and Bush was you know is doing what we doing, we yeah, having man. our like twentieth anniversary of the party. sneaker party, twenty fifth <laughs> anniversary, and it's like you know everybody comes out, you know we we have that same age group. Yeah, come on now, relax, 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 yeah, relax. Yeah. Stay with me, stay uh, with me. But when we have those like. Meeting those people and having those people in your life are very detrimental in a positive way mm-hmm. to to keep you like, in some ways youthful, in some ways like inspired on love, in some ways you know just, just happy, because those are happy moments. And you know, although a lot of soul ties don't ever make have a past. make it make it past like you know or get into a relationship or marriage, sometimes you don't need to be that. You don't need to have documentation on somebody. You don't need to be in a committed relationship with a soul tie. You just need to be a soul tie, but also a free spirit. That was my knee. Did you hear that? 
That was your knee? Right. We yeah, I need some I need some extra salt. <laughs> yeah, old bro. I don't know. It's just like I, I think it's it just seems kinda harder to me to like if you were to get married and you're not married to the to that person you have that soul tie with and it's yeah. like that unconditional love, that chemistry. It's like it just it just seems like you're like you're missing But I feel like it's more work when you gotta when you when you cross a threshold from just like, look, we soul ties, it's our relationship, boom, 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 boom. But sometimes you don't, when you don't explore that area and you don't, you know, you don't explore the area of relationship, you don't explore the area of uh, marriage. A lot of times, like you, it's a fear of losing that connection. It's a, you feel like you untie the soul and it's like, damn. Cause it's like perfect. I'm not even, I'm it's not like even with perfect. my best friend no more. It's yeah, it's like perfect like it is. Yes. But then you go get married and you, and you the potential up, yeah. of jacking it all up. Yeah, you looking like. Oh and you want to end up hating that person later. Yeah, like you just you untie the soul and then it's like what what the hell? But I just feel like if you have a soul tie and there's unconditional love, there's nothing they can do. Right. Like an unconditional love, it's nothing they can do to mess it up. Like you yeah. just are like. You still tie, but sometimes the relationship puts. Certain expectations the on a person, the yeah, status, yeah. Of the status, yeah, the paper. Mm-hmm. Because those relationships like that, the natural ones that just come about, like it can't be defined. I'm the, I'm the, not screw it up with the text. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, sometimes the status can get, you know, just or the lost. expectation versus right. the expectation. natural. Yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of, uh, what do you call it, lost in translation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then it's like, well. You my girl now, so I gotta be this wise. And you gotta assert your, you feel like you gotta adjust yourself a certain way or instead of being natural. Instead of just being the, the natural flow, way you guys right? were. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like listen, like if we soul tie long enough, like, look, we've been doing this, you know, for X <clears throat> amount of months or or years, like like are we just gonna keep doing it like this or are we gonna do it this way do you want to explore it this way do you want to explore it that way mm-hmm. but if not it, sh- it really shouldn't be no question if it's that natural like we just here we are and that does happen I know a lot of people that will like just be together for years 20 years and then they go get married and they end up divorced and end up divorced after 25 years right 25 years together married divorced that status is real man that status is real it, it yeah. gives another level of expectation. Yes, and, and and requirements that the relationship isn't built on and probably doesn't need. But because you're married, <coughs> now, you got a piece of paper. You feel like you need it. That's the thing. It doesn't. Sometimes it just doesn't need that that status. Mm. Mm-hmm. And when you have when it's when it's when it's at its most natural state, mm-hmm. there's no need to add any ingredients if it's already if you guys already mix and gel together. What add what? Yeah, our title is important. Like, was getting married important? The, the the title of marriage was that important for me? For you? Uh, I I it was nothing that crossed my mind. Really? I was not that one that wanted to go down the aisle with a white dress on. Okay. Yeah, that just was not my. Right. I never grew up with that fantasy. Did it, and I, I ask about your, <laughs> your your daughters and your son because they're more or less my age, mm-hmm. so it gives a perspective. But do you instill in them or tell them? You know, unless you unless he gives you a title, you're a title. It's not a thing. And I ask that because I find that a lot of people are pressed to have a title. And I understand why, because 
you feel as though if you're in the, if that's your boyfriend, if that's your girlfriend, it, seemingly it should give you something longer Some exclusivity. lasting. A- exclusivity. I think that's the that's yeah. what. Yeah. What was the I word? With exclusivity. Oh, okay. I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> right, but even you can be exclusive and not in a relationship per se. And sometimes I feel like people think because you're dating, you're exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, and ultimately, I'm, you know. I think you got to have some communication on that these days. Mm-hmm. You definitely cannot just, right. like, assume because mm-hmm. you're dating, you're exclusive. Like, I think that's just something that needs to be made clear. clear. But, I, I mean, I think it's a thin line because if you're spiritual, you want to do the right thing. Indeed. And you want to, Indeed. yeah. I mean, it's like a conviction. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, you know. You want to do the things spiritual, in and order. The spiritual gets, you know, in the middle and you want to do things the right way or mm-hmm. per se, you know, the right way. Right. Um, I don't know. Okay. So it's not that, it's, but the, the spirituality you're saying it will lead you to wanting to be what, I'm not, it's not, and it's not a question of one person or being with multiple people is more or less of really the man-made titles of things. Like even marriage, I don't believe you need to go to a courtroom. Well, technically, you know, spiritually, believe, yeah. if you're married, it's not, it, there's it's, no it's not, really yeah. paper involved. Exactly. There's, and that's, a that's physical, there's a physical act involved. And, you like, know, if yeah, you yeah. go by the biblical, you know, it's mm-hmm. that, that blood, you know, yeah. shedding that's yeah, going to yeah, yeah. be the covenant to your, to your marriage. Because you, you, you haven't read anything in the Bible that said, oh, God signed Adam and Eve's marriage right, certificate. Right. Like, right. I understand how atheists <laughs> right, get married. Right. Like. right. So, yeah, technically, if, if you know you look at it that way, it's no paper. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it's just a perception or a mentality. Okay. All right. Well, let me ask you this. Man-made, like you said, though. Have you, have you, been, you've been, have you been to the African-American Museum yes. of History and Culture? Yes. All right. So, you know, when you walk in, like there's this little pond as you walk in. To like to the left, um, sometimes they have it shooting up, um, and then but the museum itself faces the Washington Monument, and then to the left is the Capitol Building, and then behind the Washington Monument, intentionally how the museum faces is the MLK MLK Memorial. Mm-hmm. So you had the Washington Monument, MLK. So you're at the museum, and you went through the entire museum, and you walk through, and so you're leaving out, mm-hmm. and and you see one of the. Uh, Security guards, they grab you. They say, "Oh, uh, Miss Honeyblue, we're looking for you. It's your turn to speak." So they grab, they they come and grab you. They walk you out to a podium, and you stand at the podium, look out. You see, oh my goodness, it's a, it's probably a million people out there. And you look closer, it's a million black people. You keep looking, it's a million men. You at the real brother much, and it's your turn to speak. So you can ask a million black men one question, and they'll each answer. What do you ask? What do I ask? A million black men. Yeah, these are the good brothers, not the. No, no, I said you never know. It's a million brothers. All but black men are good men. I would ask Have you asked yourself what is your God given purpose on Mm. earth? That's a good question. (laughs) I think. You good? (laughs) He's just going to (laughs) laugh. That's funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was sorry. deep too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> just gonna laugh. I'm sorry. How you feel? All right, well, I really apologize. I checked my phone at the wrong time. Yes, you did. Like, what's Kyle on his phone? Yeah, no, I he's, cut he's, mine off. No, he's, he's, he's getting the music. He's getting the music ready. Holy! All right, so. <laughs> 
I'm trying to bring it back. Yeah. That's the that's I think that's what I would ask. So okay, so what is I, mm-hmm. go ahead. Because I feel like is is if you probably have heard this a lot lately, but I feel like if you're not dead yet, you have a purpose for mm-hmm. being here. So have you fulfilled it, right. or are you still searching? What is my have I asked myself what is my God given purpose? Um, to be honest, I may have said it on here a few times. I don't know, but that's something I pray about daily. Uh, I re, I thought I I feel like I found my purpose at one point in my life. I think I fulfilled that purpose, and now I'm looking for what's my purpose now. What what direction uh, does the Lord have for me now? So that's the thing I am praying about honestly now. So that's in my daily prayers. Well, I think we have like a bunch of small purposes, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I think there's one overarching. Yeah, the, the small ones add up to one. the thing. Yeah. I, I know and I think about the things that bring me joy that I feel like naturally right to me. So mm-hmm. I genuinely, and the things I get passionate about, the things that make me happy, the things that make me sad. And I know somewhere in all of that is the reason I feel like that. And it's geared towards my purpose. Connected. So I know I love giving back. Mm-hmm. I know I can, I know that's something I can do effortlessly forever. So I know my purpose is somewhere tied into that. I know I get upset when I feel like black people are done wrong mm-hmm. um, or someone that is less fortunate uh, or who does black or white, who doesn't have the ability to do something for themselves when they're taking advantage of, advantage of mm-hmm. that grinds my gears to no end. So I know somewhere in all of that is my purpose, even to the point like I want to get back and I'm, I work for a larger healthcare organization i want to get back to a smaller healthcare organization because i want to get closer to the community mm-hmm. so i know somewhere in all of that is my purpose i'm still trying to refine it out so have i asked yeah i'm, I'm still trying to make sure i'm listening as well well you you'll know when you get closer because you'll stop like your desire to find out will go away mm. when you know you're in that you're on that path or mm-hmm. there's that you're in a vehicle that's taking you there. Cause gotcha. I asked that question to myself for 30 years. Oh wow. Well really honestly for, yeah, for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally the desire to find out went away and that let me know I was in, in the it. vehicle and I was doing the things that was getting me closer cause gotcha. the desire went away, which is what led to, one of the things that led to my book tapped in, which mm-hmm. I'm still writing. Right, so I remember. Yeah, we'll we have to that, yeah. get me back on when I'm yes, finished when you finish that. It, yeah, we accountable. <laughs> what about you, Kyle? What was the question? <laughs> no, I, I, I really just. If it, I was at the Million Man March mm-hmm. and I asked the million black men mm-hmm. a question, it would be, "Have you figured out what your God-given purpose is?" Mm. My God-given purpose. Not whatever was on that cell phone text message. Come on now, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, my God-given purpose. I think to genuinely what I'm doing now and all with with my occupation and actually like with my own life is is just keep people around me uplifted and happy. Um, I work with youth. Uh, and a lot of the, the, the male youth in the, in this generation and, uh, day and age, they have no, they really don't have any guidance or hope. And my thing is like, even with people that I'm around, like, even if I'm going through something, I want to make sure that somebody next to me is always laughing and smiling. 
regardless of how I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes like my like laughter, see, hearing somebody else laugh, hearing Jeremy laugh or hearing you laugh is therapy for me. Um, regardless of what I'm going through or what anybody else is going through, like sometimes laughter is just a it's just therapeutic for somebody. Um, I look at different comedians like Robin Williams, like a lot of people who are like, not to say that I'm like super depressed, but mm-hmm. a lot of people who um, are just super funny like that and are always trying to get a laugh or a rise out of somebody. The Sometimes most miserable. Yeah. Not miserable, but, you know, just going they going through some things. But sometimes to take my mind off of like, you know, because my job is really emotionally draining. Mm-hmm. Like I have kids right now. They've only been in my program. Like the new class started for like four days. But to have these kids come to me on a, almost on a daily basis and they they, 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 they cry. They, they want to be with their family. They cry. They break down. And then they really start exposing themselves. Like I want to be around laughter. I don't want to be around any more sob stories. I want to be around people who, I want to see people's teeth. You know, there's a guy named, you know, shout out to uh, Mr. Hotspot. Like he always says, you know, did you show your teeth today? Did you smile? Like, so it's like, that's that's my thing. I want to see people smile. I want people to have a good time. When I'm in your presence, I want it to be smiles. I want it to be good time. So that's like my purpose in my, in my what do you call it? What's the question? Your purpose. Yeah, my purpose. Like, I want just people to just be happy in my presence. Mm-hmm. So regardless of what it is, if it must be my kids, even if it's a tickle fight, a pillow fight, whatever it is, as long as they're happy in that moment, mm-hmm. I'm fulfilled. Um, so is it, do you think it's your purpose to get them out or get another person, your kids or another person, out of that spot when they're not that way? Right. Versus you want to see them smile. That's great. But are you the one to help them get to a smile if they're not smiling? That's that's my purpose. To get get them to smile. Get them okay. to smile when they're not smiling. Regardless of what they're going through. Like, there's always something to smile about. Mm. Um, a lot of times I was, you know, in, within my own family, I was criticized for, like, you don't take anything serious. But, like, sometimes, like, why do you think, why do you take things too serious? Right. You know? Why? Why so? Why so serious? <laughs> you know? But seriously, like, why so serious? Like, because in this moment where you're upset about something that sometimes you can't control, why why be that upset about it? Mm-hmm. You have to find the good and the bad at at every point in time. Like, you can when people say, "Well, you want the good news or you bad? You want the bad news? Give me the good news." All right, the good news is you owe X amount of dollars, but the bad, I mean, you know, I'm sorry, the bad news is you owe X amount of dollars. Too much bourbon. The bad news is you owe X amount of dollars, but the good news is, you know, it can, it can be fixed or it can be done. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you know. We can give fi- you a payment plan. Yeah, if, yeah, find out about it, you know, find out about it later. You bring it to me. I'm like, you know, I'm like, yo, he said that it's going to take $2,000 to get this thing fixed. Yo, you know this man asked me for a payment plan? And then let's like, you can Look at the good in there. You at, at least the you good. got a payment yeah, plan. Yeah, at least you got you a payment plan. But then, but then you know, like the way I can, like you know, reword things or, or my my gift for gab or my gift for laughter. It's like we can joke about it, like yo, you know, why black people always got to be on the payment plan? Why can't we just never? Da, da, da. But I'm just saying, it's just things like that. Well, look you, at the glasses half full versus it's half yeah, empty. Yeah, optimistic, yeah. and it's like yo, I should call. I should call Miss Lamone and see if I can get my mm-hmm. my cash value life insurance to pay for that. <laughs> yeah, and that's how you do exactly. Yeah, so yeah, you're not getting a cash value from me. I can <laughs> but tell you, you see how we laugh? Now. 
You see, I don't yeah. know about that, right? <laughs> but it's so easy to it's so easy to turn that frown upside down and and just find you got to find that sunshine in the cloudy day. That, yeah. That's all it's about. Come on now. Uh, so uh, that's that's my take on that. That's my purpose is okay. to always show show your teeth. T e e f. Show your teeth. <laughs> show your teeth. Yeah, that's what he said. Show your I know. Teeth. Wow. Show your teeth. I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> Any, anything else you want to say before we, we wrap it up? Dope ass chick of the week. Dope ass Thank chick you. of the week. Oh, the week? Of the week. Yeah. Of the month. Wow, we got other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. She felt like, you know, the week wasn't good enough. She was like, the week. Uh-oh. The week. Uh-oh. Seven I'm days. Just, I'm just messing around. Seven days. Seven days. Seven days. Um, I guess I would just say I just yeah. love you guys. Like, we, love you we too, just yeah. like. Just the like, team. It was yeah, just it like a it was click. Organic. Instantly, absolutely. Just the team. Um, so you know, I'm just, I'm just glad though. Thank you for coming. We appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you for and, and, us and beyond, there. and beyond, um, you know what I do to make money. It's mm-hmm. to, um, you know, help our people with the come up Empower. on Empower, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We appreciate that because too. because everything is, is economics really. If. People are interested and want to learn more. Is there a way they can contact you? A best yeah, way I freely give out my phone number. You do? Yes. Oh, you, if you want to give it out or sure. you can post it. I don't, it you can post it too. It's 443-416-4777. No, y'all got it. So if you need to get your finances right, you want to learn more, you have Miss Honey Blue's phone number. Miss Lemon. Lemon. Yeah, so when you, when, you, when, you, when you meet with her, bring her a bottle of Grand Marnier. Let her know you're serious. Oh, before we go. What was Whitley's name on Harlem Nights? Miss LaRue. LaRue. Dominique LaRue. Dominique LaRue. That's your name. Dominique LaRue. Oh, that's the show title. It's Creole. They won't get that reference. Dominique LaRue. So Miss LaRue is going to this this exclusive vacation spot. I won't say it, but she, this is like a really exclusive spot. Yeah, yeah, for my like, birthday? Yeah, oh, yeah. I heard it was an island on an island. Yeah, it's the island has an island. island. Like, y'all, the, uh, the <laughs> island has an island. This is crazy. It's on uh, some other it, lifestyles of the rich and so famous type it's stuff. It's a Ritz Carlton. So. Mm. So, yeah, so she's a Ritz Carlton on the she island. She's talking about the crackers. Nah, it's, the island has an island. So it's like three hotels on the island. And yeah. it's like a Ritz and two other really, really uh It's Rick Ross's spot. He was there uh-huh. the last time I was there. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you gotta have a couple of hours on that. So all right, all right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lay under a palm tree and do absolutely nothing. Sometimes that's what it's all about. Yeah, bro. Don't you hate vacations when you don't do need so a vacation when you get back and you need yeah, another vacation? You need a vacation, vacation from the vacation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not going to be that. It's Roger gonna be that. Right. Chilling. So yeah. So thank you again. Thanks for having me. Yeah. No, thanks, thanks, thanks I'll for coming be back. on. Uh oh. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for letting us return. have you. How about that? Because uh, I know yeah. your time is precious. Yeah, so we, we appreciate yeah. you. Thank you. Later, so. <laughs> <laughs> so without yes. further ado, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my glass not empty. Uh, shoot. What's what's today's date? It don't the even spot, matter. The so listen, yeah, the twenty seventh. Exactly. Oh, I right, see you there. Anyway, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> July twenty seventh, man. Bourbon and vibes is going down at Montego Bar and Grill, eighteen eighteen North Charles Street. Shout out to um our our our, our man's in them, Mister Ifani, yeah, for uh, allowing us so. to 
keep hosting there. We appreciate you. Um, shout out to Bullshine Liquors. Oh, Bullshine Whiskey, not Liquors. Bullshine mm-hmm. Whiskey for uh, doing a tasting from 6.30 to 8.30. Come taste all 11 flavors all of, of, of their whiskey. So they got everything from peppermint to apple pie <laughs> to, to straight bourbon. I'm tapping into my my down south roots. Yeah. It's a loud mum. And then we're gonna have a, a, a shout out to the gift band. Um our featured featured artist, uh Ernest Third. We're gonna uh, actually he's gonna come on next week. We're gonna do a live podcast yes. with him. Yes. And we got a special guest performance. Um he did it off of off the love. Uh John Noel, trombone player. So we're gonna have him literally walking around on the loft area People, playing the trombone. It's gonna be, get your tickets. It's gonna be nice. Break. Like it's, it's gonna be only ten dollars, yeah. though. Like, come on. Yeah, ten dollars and you get to sample eleven whiskeys. Come on That's now, a dollar a whiskey. Like, come on, come on you can't now. Beat that. That's the best. It's I too got easy. Is 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 too Day easy. Date nights. Come on, do this. So without, yeah. like I'm saying, man, like please show up July 27th, Bourbon and Vibes. Um, we need. We're going to get back to making Bourbon and Vibes like more of a quarterly thing, like we do the suit and sneaker party. Suit and sneaker party is going to be back, uh, end of August, early September. Um, hopefully we can pull it off. It's going to be a back to school special, yeah, so it's going to be family oriented this time, and we're going to have everybody bring their kids out and you know just yeah, just just have just have a good time. But right now we're focused on Bourbon and Vibes, July twenty seventh, eighteen eighteen North Charles Street at Montego Bar and Grill. We got the gift band, Ernest Third, uh, Bullshine Whiskey. Mm-hmm. What's this? John, John Noel. John Noel. Sound like Christmas. So you know, and also <laughs> DJ Kibi Poo. Oh, DJ Kibi, yeah, yeah, first woman DJ in twenty years yes. at uh Jazzy Summer Nights. Yes, so, so yeah, she she's dope. Also, shout out to DJ Protocol, man. Um, at Annex on the after party. Yeah, Annex on the after party. So we can't ever um, forget him because you know he's he's signing the contract yeah. so for life. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and Montego will be showing the fight if you want to see. Yes, uh, shout out to uh, Tank Davis. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That Saturday, yeah, twenty seven. Okay, wow, I didn't know. Yeah. I know some events this weekend because it's Artscape. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Shout out to Artscape this weekend. Yeah. So, um, without right, further so ado, man, we're gonna get up out of here. Shout out to our dope, dope ass chick of the week, Miss Lemon, Miss mm-hmm. Dominique Leroux. Uh, so uh, we're gonna get up out of here. Um, thank you guys so much for rocking with us. What episode are we on? One hundred nine. One hundred nine. One hundred nine. One hundred nine, man. 109. We climbing up there, man. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much. And I check SoundCloud. This is 109? Yeah. I, was, I check oh, SoundCloud. Weekly SoundClouds? Yeah, I check SoundCloud. Thank y'all. For, thank my, y'all. for our SoundCloud followers, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, y'all, y'all showing us love. Because it's, 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 yeah. it's no less than 250 an episode. That's crazy. That's crazy. I appreciate y'all, man. Yo. But um, you thank you. That, and that does now at 1,000. Yeah. I that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you. Um. Shout out to everybody who we connect with, you know, all our entrepreneurs and everything like that. So we're going to keep rocking and uh, we're out of here. So as always, always, you ain't got nothing left. Pour a little bit of that. This is a drop. You can't toast on an empty glass. We don't don't toast on empty glasses around here. Miss Leroux. There you go. Boom. What the hell was that? All right. (laughs) (laughs) And as always, man, love, life, Life and and love.